fine. That's fine. Hello, hello, and welcome all to episode 33 of the Sweet Film Talk. This is TC, of course, and as I mentioned from last pod, we're going to have a guest. Her name is Laura Brown. But, Kamiko, are you here? Can you hear me? Testing the, the ASMR episode 33 guest pod. <laughs> it definitely sounded like that in the last one when I was whispering. I was listening to it. ASMR blew my mind. Anyways, keep going. How you doing, dude? I'm great, but you can hear me loud and clear? Heck yeah. Okay, perfect. All right, well, let me introduce... So everybody knows what they're, you know, about to partake. What's so, up? Laura, how are you? Doing great. Awesome. So Laura and I met high school, senior year. Yep. Laura is super nice, outgoing, charismatic. Man, I feel like I'm explaining my, you know, explaining myself here. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was going to say, you said the same thing about Kamiko like five minutes ago. He's just saying this to everybody. But how, Laura, how do we meet? I don't even remember. Uh, was it through friends? Matt, no, Matt Boyd. Burger, was, yeah. Burger boy. Yeah, he knew you. Like you guys had a class together. It was weightlifting. Ask me, <laughs> ask me if I lifted two weights because I did it. Oh, okay. the the it's go to changed. for all weightlifting classes. I was in one with Todd, and we just played yeah. basketball every time. We just oh, you don't basketball. You don't lift. Like the lifting was laughing. Like that was the ab workout. <laughs> it was so funny. So yeah, it was Matt. Yeah, Matt Boyd. And then I remember coming up to you in that little like commons area. And, like, your laugh is, like, really hard to not hear. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so I was like, I don't know this kid, because if he laughs like that, he's got to be fun. Hey, when we get together, it's just, you know, hyenas having a good time. <laughs> you know, someone said that was my spirit animal in junior high. And I was like, I, I got, don't know how to take I that. got that, too. <laughs> I was like, fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, we got to tell a quick story. Oh, beforehand, no one forget about the giveaway um reminder there's three ways you can enter is um follow us on twitter and then send us a screenshot of a review and we've gotten a lot of entries <laughs> so we appreciate you guys reaching out and submitting and remember the cutoff time is this sunday kamiko anything else you'd like to add no, this Sunday, um, we'll go into it a little bit at the end, but we have made an Oscar predictions poll that we will be uploading um, maybe at the end of this episode or at the end of the next episode, but we've got that on deck to get ready for our Oscar predictions podcast as well. So just keep an eye out for that. Oh, you know it. It's Oscar Love season, that. baby. Oscar, <laughs> Oscar Meyer, I'm going to go celebrate Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> Um, so anyways, the homecoming story, we got to share this real quick, just so yeah, the listeners know about, you know, our friendship. So we go to homecoming senior year and Kamiko, do you remember power tumbling there in Provo? Oh yeah. Well, well people, yeah, that's right. It's like Lowe's now or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. no, it used to be Lowe's. Like it was like a really, like not the cool Lowe's now. Like it, it was Lowe's, but it was like an old school Provo and it was like a ragged It was place. like sketchy. Oh. I remember going there a couple yeah. of times. But, like, good was not, Like, the fun Was stuff. not safe. Exactly. Yeah, not safe. Not at all. No. And Tanner knows that really well, actually. Oh, oh yeah. So, <laughs> we did that as our day date. Now, you went with Matt, our good friend. Yeah. And I took Mikkel, who my parents still get after me for not pursuing more. No Come way. Come on, the Y'all, they still give me crap. <laughs> She's married with two kids, and, so yeah, she congrats. Kids, so. <laughs> but she responded back to me for homecoming, and she gave me orange rolls instead of cinnamon rolls. 
and I will fight anybody. I think orange rolls are better than cinnamon rolls. I agree. Because yeah. you get vitamin C. The, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to sell that to they're it. healthy. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, wait, yeah. that's okay. But, Bacal, if you're listening, sorry. <laughs> But you had the orange juice, so that's what I blew it. So anyway, so we go to homecoming, and then the day date was power tumbling. Wait, wait, I gotta, let me interject, though. Because when you're jumping on the tramp, okay, so we're at the day date. He's jumping on the tramps, like, not trying to impress really anyone, but, like, at the same time, trying to impress people. Yeah, I'm a little bit of a daredevil, sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Lowe's. (laughs) Um... And you're jumping on the tramp. I can't remember. Were you doing like a backflip or were you just walking I, off the tramp? I was probably like flat by arms thinking I was like an eagle or something. <laughs> I don't know. I can see that actually. But he was just like walking off the tramp and then all of a sudden he's on the ground and everybody's surrounding him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? Like, why is everyone surrounding Tanner? And he's kind of panicking because he's not great with blood. No, I'm not. <laughs> like, so like, he's trying to be chill and be cool, but everyone's around him like, you're bleeding. He ripped open <laughs> his toe. My big toe. <laughs> the Rip- one that gets the most blood. Yeah, ripped so. it open. So what happened was I jumped in the air and I oh. lost my balance. And I landed on a spring. Oh, no. And I yanked my toe out. And right when I yanked, I was like, that's going to need stitches. <sighs> and I looked at him. I was like, that's definitely going to need stitches. So funny. And my well, parents, funny, my parents so were funny. super reluctant about me going because basketball season was coming up. And they're like, yeah. don't get injured. I was like, I won't. I'm not, you know, I'm not dumb. You're not dumb. Yeah. Famous last words. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, everybody's looking at my toe. They're like, yeah, that needs stitches. So I'm like, I'm fine, guys. I'm fine. We go to Wendy's. <laughs> yeah. And I'm driving a stick shift. And what? Someone drove it for you. Was it Cece? No, was Stephanie. Oh. <laughs> she, she's like, I know how to drive stick. I'm like, great. I don't want to move my foot. You can drive it. Because obviously with stick shift, you need yeah. both feet to be functioning. And Tanner couldn't do that. No. So we, we went to Wendy's. We're just chilling, you know, eating like cheeseburgers. No big deal. And then Tanner goes home. I go home. And, and his mom decides it's a good idea for him to, or shows your mom. I'm not sure what happened. So, but... yeah, I get home and my parents are like, how'd it go? And I was like, it went great. And I walked downstairs. <laughs> like, that's all I said. And my older brother, who was going to med school, was there. And I was like, Trent, look at this. And he's like, yeah, dude, you got to get stitches ASAP. Like, we got to get that sanitized. <laughs> And right then, my mom comes down. She's like, what's up? Something, something happened. Mom just had this radar. You oh, know? totally. And she's like, walk down the hall and back. I walk. She's like, what's wrong? I show her the toe, and she's just like, you're, you're an idiot. <laughs> so I, I get stitches, and that night, I show up. Back with a boot. With a boot. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm dancing the whole night with one leg in the air. <laughs> It was so funny. And we go to Old Spaghetti Factory, and I finished my date's meal because I was so hungry because I didn't eat. I was jacked up on pain meds. So that's the homecoming story. So funny. The boot, Good though. Times. I remember that you would do, like, little Michael Jackson moves with that thing. Oh, yeah. Like, it was so funny. <laughs> the boot became the star of the show. Like, it, it was. You forgot, Mikel, and it was just that, that you yeah, on the boot. That's, that's, that's how I lost Mikel, was that. <laughs> <laughs> just if I learned anything from that story. Is that in John Wick three Parabellum? He's going to use a spring and somehow rip some dude's toe open and take him out of the game, and that's how he'll go. Something it, it, spring related. It's got. To please, be. John Wick three producer, if you're listening, you know, apply that in the movie and come on the pod. Yes, and come on the pod. So that's the homecoming story. If you made it this far, then you know now we're going to get into the bulk of the pod. <laughs>
But yeah, Laura and I go way back. We're great friends, and uh, we're excited to have her on. So Laura, um, we want we want to learn more about you, your cool. job, what it entails. Sweet. Uh, so yeah, introduce yourself. Talk about you know your job. So I have been in film for about two and a half years. And like a lot of people in Utah, so like don't really know how big of a deal it actually is in Utah. But there are a lot of movies, a lot of shows like Hereditary was filmed in Utah. Andy Mack, the famous Disney Channel show, is filmed in Utah. Um, Tons of Hallmark Lifetime Christmas films are filmed here. Like there's just a ton of stuff going on. And I don't think people love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I work on all of them. All of the Hallmark and Lifetime Christmas films. That's wow. Right. Yeah. My mom loves that as well. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> I was going to say it's the shows your mom watches. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's way fun. I really enjoy it. I started at um, UVU. Actually, one of my professors, Dwayne Anderson, he's a producer. He was the one that got me my first job. Okay. Um, and he introduced me to Jared Phillips. He's a location manager. So they're the ones on a film that, like, find all the places to film. Sure. And, yeah, so he introduced me to him, and my career took off because of him. Wow. Like, ever awesome. since. Yeah, so I usually work, like, eight months out of the year, and the four months I'm not working is the, the winter months. So The sabbatical. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which you're currently on. Yes, I'm currently on a sabbatical. Tanner told me that at the gym. I was like, I don't have a job right now. Like, I'm just kind of chilling. He's like, so sabbatical. And I was like, that is a very classy way of saying I don't have a job. Yeah. So we'll go with that. So, yeah, four months sabbatical right now. And then I'll go back to film in March. So, yeah. Wow. It's fun. So what is when you're when you're a location? Because you said you're a location manager now or a location scout. What is it exactly? Like, kind of go into more detail about that. That's interesting. Yeah, How do you sure. find the places? What are they kind of looking for? Um, to be honest with you, it's a lot like serving an LDS mission. You just show up at people's houses and you knock on the door and really? you just ask them if you can film there. Yeah. A lot of it is just just cold knocking. So do you wow. do you, I'm sure I'm assuming you give them like, hey, we'll compensate you for yeah. using your house. Yeah. How much what's like a average paycheck <clears throat> for using somebody's house? Usually like a thousand bucks a day. Wow. But dang. depending on the house, like we've paid up to like, I've paid up to three grand a day. So depending on how nice your house is, we'll pay more. But I generally wow. ballpark go for 600 to a thousand a day. But that's because like everyone's excited about film in Utah. Like if you go out and film in California, which we did, it is 6,000 a day. Like wow, it's like, geez. just because like if they're interested you're going to milk it for all you got. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> let's be honest. Like, I wouldn't have to work for like six months if I got a thousand bucks for six days at a house. Like, oh, yeah. I, would, so, I would go and live in another country for a bit. Oh, probably. yeah. Just saying. Definitely. So you're out there doing a lot of the knocking um, and kind of getting people, yeah. getting your foot in the door and be like, hey, yeah, that living room looks great. We <laughs> want to use that. <laughs> well, usually you see the outside of the house, or yeah. like I'll like Google images of like restaurants and like uh, reception places and stuff. And then, like for example, I worked with Zermatt for like a month ago for about a month, just talking to them about filming and having our whole crew stay there and stuff like that. So I do the production side too, but since I was trained in um, locations when I started in film, that's mostly where I focus. But it's really fun, like. Um, I just, yeah, you, you like, never know what you're going to find. You seem like you have the great personality. For yeah, that. that actually helps a ton. It's hard to find someone that has the personality to be a locations person because mm-hmm. you have to 
you have to like be firm and do kind of sales negotiating, but you also they need to like you. So yeah, because you're a stranger coming to their house with eighty people. Like, <laughs> like I knock on the door and I'm like, hey, I'd like to bring sixty to eighty strangers from Los Angeles who will not, I promise, rob you, <laughs> and I'd only like to pay you a thousand dollars a day. So yeah, a day. Oh, I'd leave and, my like, doorstep right there and be like. Here are the keys. I'll be back in a month. <laughs> you, you toss it to him right there. Take your time. So funny. Yeah. The Xbox is on. There's the camera tag. <laughs> Here's the Wi-Fi password to go crazy. <laughs> oh, so funny. Dang. So what's what would you say is the most uh, stressful aspect of your um, job? The hours. I work some pretty crazy hours when we usually the films that I work on are about we'll do like a month of pre-production and that's just like a nine to six job but I usually drive to Salt Lake which is about 45 minutes away from me for that so it's crazy hours but when we start filming um, since I'm in production and locations those are the first people in and the last people out I usually work 14 to 16 hours a day sometimes oh my gosh yeah, you really so earned that's the sabbatical, why... my friend. Exactly. <laughs> like, so I'm like not feeling bad about the sabbatical at all. Like, no, not at all. <laughs> yeah. So it's, the hours are super demanding, and it's hard to get people to understand that. Got up like a post that I posted on um, Facebook, um, just about trying to find locations and stuff, and that I'm super busy, and that I like apologize to all my friends and family, and said I love you all. Yeah, I remember you were MIA. <laughs> don't have time to hang out with all you i go mia too that's what's great when we skip a beat and it's like nothing yeah when we see each other yes that is really nice so um a lot of the hours are really gruesome yeah what else any like co-workers that are hard to work with that Um, are stressful no because the nice thing is like since i work in production i can generally choose who i work with oh that's really nice because you can like pick your uh, team yeah exactly so that's honestly a big reason why I like it. But don't get me wrong. Like if I was in um, California, there's a thing called union. Like, I don't know if you guys know the difference between a union and a non-union. Uh, yep. There, it's like a posse. Like a union is a posse. And if your show is a union show, it's basically like a group. You have to have union workers. And so sometimes the only people that are available are people that suck. Yeah. Or are hard or sassy or whatever. But Generally, I, I'm pretty easy to work with. As long as you do your job, I don't really care. Yeah. Like, just do your job. <laughs> do your job, be normal, be nice, and we're good to go. Yeah. Like, but that is the nice thing about being in production is I generally get to decide or have an input on who we decide to work on sure. the movie. Yeah. So that's nice. What, what got right. you, I mean, initially, what kind of got you into film and made you think, hmm, like, I want to go, like, into this in college and kind of expound on this interest that I have? Um, that actually started when I was a little kid. Um, I had, I'm a firm believer in that, um, film is kind of an escape piece for a lot of people. Like it, you know, during the great depression film increased, like it didn't decrease, like ticket sales went up because people didn't want to feel the reality of like the situation that they were in. And that was similar to me when I was a kid. There was a lot of stuff that was happening at home that was really, really hard for me uh, and just, like, really challenging. And I went to Disney movies to forget about that and, like, because they were happy and 
uh, Tanner is actually joking how he has to like watch something happy after he watches a scary movie yeah. like Hereditary. <laughs> 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 He's got to like combat that with something happy, which is what I did when I was a kid. And so I remember my mom came into my room and she said, I think you're going to be a Disney movie producer. And I just was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not moving to California anytime soon. There's no way that's happening in Utah either. So no. And I tried every major possible, like communications, PR, tried it all, hated it all. It all (laughs) sucked. Like, I wanted to die. And so then I just entertained the idea and I went to the digital cinema advisor at UVU and it totally within seconds I was pumped and it totally changed my life like I love it it's so creative it pays well I get sabbaticals those are nice (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's awesome so if I can find people in my life that will like deal with the hard hours sometimes like some months out of the year and just be okay with that yeah it's awesome it's a really great job to be in you know, you know, and it's like when you go to work and you're doing something you love, it's it's never really work. It's just kind of like you're like going to have fun every day, which is what it seems, you know, like when yeah. you've got a good personality, good attitude. It's great. Great combo for the film industry. Yeah, it's funny. I appreciate that. Thank you for saying you're that. welcome. I've never um, met you except for through your voice on the phone. But <laughs> it's okay i've never met you either except for some stories that tanner has told me yeah. that are, which should probably not be shared on this podcast but I sh- they were good ones i showed her the the photo of your bachelor party the land party I mean, oh, that's wow. when we were just that was, that was at our great. peak that's just when testosterone was flowing <laughs> and A-L-3. you know if like the only photo he sends me is the one of your bachelor party you gotta be a good time oh, like yeah. there's so many other options of photos wedding photos High school photos, but no, it was the bachelor. It's party, that one so. that encompasses yeah. me as a person. I can, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> bachelor I, at heart. Oh, 100%. not on the hand, but on the heart. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that you said that uh, movies are kind of an escape because I remember Mark Hamill. Oh af- yeah. uh, After the Last Jedi, there's a lot of you know opinions of how bad that movie was, how great it was. I mean, we know, I kind of know how you feel about the movie, yeah. but I remember he said, like, calm down. It's just, it's just a movie. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. a religion. It's not your work. And, you know, that's, you know, that's why we're here. Yeah. Just have a good time. Talk about movies. And it is a great escape. Life gets stressful. Yeah, for and, sure. And what would you say is, is the most positive thing about your job? Just kind of, that's not a job almost. I mean, yeah. Like I told you the other day at the gym, it's, uh, it's a hobby for me. Yeah. Like I don't. I need a hobby because that is my hobby. I don't know what to do now, but definitely the most positive thing is how many people you can impact over one movie. Like the fact that I've worked on Hallmark and Lifetime movies that both your moms watch. Oh, you makes me feel good. You know, (laughs) like, I mean, don't get me wrong. You can totally predict the ending and it's not like totally moving, but usually moms are like, they're so happy and i'm like that's true Uh, like there's nothing bad that's happening in them so it makes sense you have impacted my mom during the holidays she's (laughs) a lot happier when that hallmark movie is on (laughs) oh you know come september october when they start those my mom is every day in front of the tv just gets the tv we leave her alone let her watch her movie she comes up in tears and the cycle repeats (laughs) and it's the best time of the year i love you mom Just a little plug there. Exactly. Just remember, mom. <laughs> the one, the one of sixty subscribers, listeners. Um, sixty-six. Come on. Oh, that's right. Sixty-six. Three more, folks. Three more. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Uh, what are some films, uh, speaking of films, obviously, that you've helped work on that maybe some of us might know? Obviously, Hallmark. Yeah. Any other ones that Yeah. kind of right, right to home, you know? Yeah. Um, Secret Obsession hasn't come out yet, but that's actually a Netflix movie. I spent about four months in L.A. this last year. Dang, sweet. Um, with uh, Brenda Song. Um, was she's from Sweet Life of Zach and Cody? Yeah, yeah. London yeah. Tipton, baby. London Tipton, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so I spent about uh, a few weeks with her filming, and that comes out, I believe, in April. Okay. So that's a thriller film. That was really fun, and it was nice oh, to work in in like the film world in LA. It was definitely different. Um, yeah, most of them are Hallmark and Lifetime Christmas films, uh, like Christmas Under Wraps, Switch for Christmas. Okay. Your mom would probably I, know I, these, I, but I, you I, probably I, want it. That's fine. But it's movies like that that I usually work on, but I'm hoping to work on a Netflix TV show this year. Oh, so, awesome. But, Any anyone's that you can foresee? Um, that... Not yet, but the company that I usually work for is called Hybrid Entertainment out in L.A. And they, okay they were the ones that hired me for this last Netflix one and it went well. That's awesome. So hopefully that happens again. So when you texted me the other day <laughs> of the screenshot of polar. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you were listening to our podcast when Kamiko was talking about it, my heart dropped. Cause I was like, I thought you worked on that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh no, didn't mean to offend you, but uh, oh, opinions so and hot takes are welcome. That's so funny. <laughs> I mean, whether or not, I haven't watched Polar because literally Kamiko was like, like literally Kamiko, the second you said, don't watch it. It's a waste of time. Netflix pops up and says, <laughs> recommended for you, Polar. <laughs> like literally right as you said that Kamiko. And I was like, good to know. Like listening to Sweet Film Talk, don't waste your time. It was a sign. <laughs> Nothing less. It was a sign. Just, yes. You know, straight, straight to buy. I was on, I was watching Netflix today. Like like normal, I watch Goodwill Hunting. Go watch Goodwill Hunting, even if you've Good seen it. Hunting. Go watch it instead of Polar. Go watch it again. Go watch it <laughs> twice. Um, like now, you've kind of touched in um, like the places that you have traveled to. Where are some places that you'd like to be able to travel to for film, or that you thought would be, you know, if you could make your own movie, where would you want to base it out of? Um. Ooh. That's a really good question. I've Deep. never actually, yeah, like that was heart wrenching a little. Um, I was really jealous. There's a cameraman that I've worked with before, and he went to Dubai oh. to film a show. I would pay good money to do that. Oh. Like, I would pay them. I'd be like, I will pay you to work on your movie. <laughs> you me to Dubai. I'll pay it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will pay you to work on that movie. But. I would. I think Dubai would be incredible. Like, first off, it's so expensive to travel there oh, in general. So geez. if someone else is paying for it, psh, sign me up. <laughs> just get me on a camel. I'm there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for real. Camel. <laughs> so funny. But um, I actually, I've been to Switzerland, and I absolutely love Switzerland. It's beautiful, super green, super lush, wonderful people there. Um, I really love Switzerland, so I'd probably go there, to be honest with you. Dang. It was wonderful. Did, did you go to Singapore? Was that for a film or was that just vacay? No, that was sabbatical stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was just... I, was about, I, was, I got some free time. Yeah, I was about to say, did Laura work on Crazy Rich Asians? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I loved that film. Oh, that that was, film was hilarious. That was a fun rom-com. Yeah. Now I want to go to Singapore just because of that 
film. I will tell you that is one of the most wonderful places I've ever been. Yeah. It's fantastic. Super clean. It's actually against a lot of chew gum there, so Ooh. don't do that. Blech. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. They will arrest you for that. But Yikes. it's a wonderful place to travel. I went there in Malaysia um and Bali. Dang. Yeah, that was really Jeez. fun. Wow. Yeah. So um where no, not where. What are kind of like the directors and actors are like, are you around them a lot? Or is it just kind of you're doing your, you know, doing your own thing with the site and your team? Yeah. Well, when I was growing up, I went to the Sundance Film Festival a lot. Mm -hmm. So, and I saw so many actors and actresses there and filmmakers and stuff like that. Like Ashton Kutcher, Demi Moore, uh, Samuel Ooh, Jackson, yeah. like uh, Elijah Wood. I saw Frodo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he is just as short in real life, mind you. Oh, he's quite oh that's man. why he got the role. <laughs> <laughs> he's quite a small fellow. That's why he got the role of Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's so funny. But yeah, so I had already met them. And so when I work on a film and I work with someone like London Tipton or whoever, it's it, the, the excitement is kind of gone. Yeah. You know, just because I, I already know, I've already seen talent and so i mean i would love to work with like meryl streep yeah. or johnny depp like i would faint oh. oh my gosh i would be like just put on your jack sparrow costume and talk love to me <laughs> that's all i really want like i don't care what role you're playing that's the role i'd like you to play right now <laughs> just role play with me really fast let's go <laughs> but yeah so i do work around them a ton like my trailer that i work in is usually right next to there so okay. i see them all the time and, and they're pretty friendly for the most part yeah yeah i've never worked with a with any talent that i didn't actually dislike yeah that's like, funny. there are some that are way nicer and way more fun than others, but none that are, like, outright annoying. Gotcha. But, yeah. That's good. That's nice. Wow. Yeah. It's way fun. There's actually a TV show called The Outpost that's on the CW. I worked on that TV show, and they just, like, signed up for their second season. That was filmed here in Utah. Now it's in Serbia. But oh. they have, like, one – Jessica Green is uh, their main actress, and she's fantastic from Australia. Just a sweetheart. Uh, totally. Oh, like, wow. Love the, love the Australians. Yeah. Cranky, mate. <laughs> put, put some shrimp on the bobby <laughs> yeah but they they were a fantastic crew like well i would hang out with them they're just great yeah so. that's sweet wow. yeah so now that you know you've you've got your foot in the door you've, you've got your feet wet in the in the movie industry <laughs> more than us at least for now for now um but where like where do you see yourself you know in five years ten years do you still see yourself here? Do you see yourself moving on to other things? What do you think you want to do? Um, oh, I'm not a planner. This is a bad question for me. <laughs> I'm like a very much live in the present kind of person. But I would love to own my own production company or to work. I really would love to work for Disney doing their live action films. Ooh, are fantastic. Wow. Like Aladdin, Lion King's about to come out. Well, if you ever need a hyena, you know who <laughs> to contact. <laughs> It'll be in the credits. Hyena number one. Tanner Wilberry. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> so funny. What is, but, your, what is yeah. Which one are you most excited for then that's coming out? Of the, like the eight um, that are coming out this year? Uh, for, <laughs> for real. Oh my goodness. Um, honestly, The Lion King. I The skill that it would take to film that movie or to create that film with CGI is just mind-boggling to me. And like when it was a cartoon when I was a kid, that, like, heart 
oh my heartstrings just when Simba's like dad oh gosh I can't handle or like Mufasa when he comes again. in the stars oh I know and then when he comes in the stars oh and then Rafiki hits him with a stick I'm just like oh Rafiki you ruined his moment take He's me having back a moment with his dad yeah, like, <laughs> what's wrong with you but yeah that 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 show really got my heartstrings so I would say Lion King I'm really excited for that I think we're, we're the same one not not I don't think on many people's list is Dumbo at the top, but could be wrong. <laughs> True, we could we True. could definitely could be, wrong. be wrong. Just give me give me a fox in the hound. Like, oh my <laughs> gosh, I would cry. That was one of my favorites growing up. Uh, you know, I always visit the puppy barn. Right now, they have a hound there, oh. and I was just holding it like, oh, yeah. we can make a movie together. <laughs> my parents just got a puppy. Oh, there's. Oh. She's a sweetheart. Lucy. Lucy Clementine is her name. Shout out. Wow. Shout out, Lucy. <laughs> That's like she a is. full name. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Lucy Clementine LeBaron. Yep, that's her. Well, that's sweet. So you would like to obviously continue in the career as a film and yeah, own your sure. film production. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'd like to produce like my own films that I go out and find the, the funding for and stuff like that. There are actually a few scripts of friends and family that I have that I'd like to produce. Dang. But... But that won't come until I have my own company, you know, and flowing, or yeah. I fi- or I find a connection to someone that does. So, well, we'll we'll keep our eyes peeled, Kamiko yeah, and I, for sure. And you got you got two of your favorites for the podcast. So. <laughs> I'll be the first to announce a film if I produce one. I'll, oh, I'll announce it here via pod. <laughs> Sweet film talk. All sixty six people are just going to be the first to tune in. Yes, breaking you news. You all get seats. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking news. Now famous. Laurie Brown. Five she, years later. <laughs> Where are they now? <laughs> Where are they now? <laughs> Still working on Hallmark and Lifetime movies. Hey, Just kidding. So fun, though. Hey, get yeah, that bag. It it's great. It's what we've always Got proposed it. on this show. No matter what movies you make, get that bag, girl. Get the That's bag. That's the important part. <laughs> well, the final stretch. Um, we want to ask a few other questions. Movie-related. Well, yeah. this is all been movie-related, duh. But yeah. watching on the screen, movie-related. Yeah. So what were your what was your favorite movie last year of 2018? Um, Tanner and I were talking about this. It is by far A Quiet Place. Oh. So that film was fantastic. Like, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Like, first off, they're adorable in real life. True. So, like, their chemistry on film is only ten times better because they... they are, can believe what they're doing yeah. like and john was um directing emily he was the one that directed it so he could That's be great. honest with her and just yeah like like hey honey there were just so many emotions dip, on that dip set. that shoulder a little bit more <laughs> like lower that eyebrow there we go that kiss me to be longer let's try it again <laughs> on the 20th um, i would like it with tongue this time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because, you know, so that's, that's interesting. I, it makes me think, you know, as, as me and Tanner, we haven't, you know, I, haven't, I was an extra in a movie once, like, 15 years ago. But do you feel that now that you've worked in movies and you kind of know behind the scenes, do you have a different appreciation? Like, what is your appreciation now for movies now that you've worked in it? Yeah, I think the thing that has changed the most would have to be um, the writing I'm very aware of the script now. Mm. Like, and like um, Tanner and I were talking about that in my most hated film of this. This shocked me. Yeah. Everybody buckle up. (laughs) Ready for this. Not a lot of people might agree as well. So go on. 
Um, The Force Awakens. Is that is that what it's I think called? it was The Last Jedi. The, the Last one, Jedi. The one where Luke dies. Yeah, Luke dies. Or, like, Ray finds Luke on the island. He, like, trains up for, like, a second, and then yeah, he's an idiot. That's and then The Last dies. Jedi. I absolutely hated that film. Oh, gosh. Like, <laughs> so Ke- many terrible things about that film. Keeks and I are diehard Star Wars fans. I mean, I love Star Wars, too. Yeah. And when I walked out, I was just underwhelmed. Oh, yeah. I mean, I like it. It's a fun movie, but why Why do you hate it so much? Why does it get a, the axe? Oh, gosh. Um, part two of the pod. Here we go. Oh, <laughs> It was so terrible. Um, you remember, I don't know if you remember this scene, but it's like little things in the writing that made it such a terrible film. First off, Luke was um, a douche, for lack of a better term. Oh, yeah. Just in general... Like, you can't bring up that heroic of a character and make him, like, a total idiot. Mm -hmm. And that's how he was depicted in that film. And when you saw, like, his ship in the water, I don't know if you remember Ray looking over the side. That ship, like, um, it's called a setup and a payoff in film. If uh, If the camera ever picks up on something for long term they have to pay it off somehow so Uh, by showing us that ship the ship needs to fly like it needs to do something you can't just see the ship in the water and like when yoda popped up it was just to get people to get excited like there was no like in the beginning of the film they should have said said something about yoda like brought yoda back to attention but yoda just popped up and then Oh my gosh, don't even get me started when Princess Leia exploded out of the ship and then just magically floated back. Like, I lost it. It lost me. Yeah, I I was like... I was like, this is going to be really bad. Which made me sad, because The Last Jedi was fantastic. Fantastic, right? The what oh, was Force Awakens. Oh, the, the Force third? Awakens. Yeah, the Force one before. Me, me and Tanner, yeah. we love the Force Awakens. I yeah. okay. oh my gosh, I love the Force Awakens. Um, I am a hardcore fan of Force Awakens. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic writing. You know, it, like, it kind of it kind of brings this. It's like a lot of movies are falling into this these days where they feel the need to like if it's the second movie, it's like oh, but we have to set everything up for the next movie. It's like you should mm-hmm. just be able to make a full movie. And also set up another movie at the same time. So, in a exactly. sense, I do agree with you there. The Last Jedi kind of, like, kind of edges you a little bit for kind of what yeah. you said, lack of a better term. It's yeah. yeah. It's so, oh, I was, I was Finish livid. I remember so like going to class the next day and just like ranting at my film producer, like my film friends, just being like, "This is the worst film I've ever seen." But on top of oh, that, man. two other films that are terrible. 1517 to Paris. I don't know if you guys remember I that. remember, I wanted to go see it, but I remember it received oh. a lot of... Yeah. The acting was the, like, and... I, those were, like, the real guys. The real guys. Which is cool, but... That was the major problem, problem though. Yeah. Like, it was a fantastic mm. story. Like, it great. Just hero- hero- yeah. heroism, you know? Yeah, and it could have been written a little bit differently, too. Like, not straying from the story, but, like, the acting was so absolutely awful... No offense to them, but they're not actors. They should have Ooh. never been hired. So yeah. that was a bad call on the directors. Yeah. On the directors, I think side. it was Clint Eastwood, I believe. But... <sighs> yeah, yeah, it was. I'm right. right. You know, he. Yeah. And it's a nice gimmick for. Good thing that I didn't. Um, what, what was like another one that you saw, or what was another one that you said you didn't uh... like? Uh oh! It just popped in and popped. In. Oh, Aquaman! Oh, oh whoa! Heavens no! Was that <laughs> so bad. 
like <laughs> that film was absolutely terrible. Like, but sorry, Kamiko. I said, Kamiko, why'd you like this film? <laughs> yes. What? Which one's the Last Jedi? No, 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 Aquaman. Last Jedi was oh. Also terrible. Oh, on, Aquaman was just a fun time. I mean, if you... And it's campy, and I felt like it was aware of what it was doing. I mean, the writing was cheesy. The special effects were super cool. It might be a little bit dated in, like, the next 10 years. But I felt it did a cool job with what it had. Oh, did you not I like hated it? it. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. But this is bad. You can't ask a film person like what their favorite films are because they're just gonna let you know. Yeah. Like no. I'm just passionate about it. All like, all hot takes welcome. We love oh, that. God. Let it rip. Yeah. Let it rip. Okay. <laughs> the, <laughs> the costuming was awful. Like the dad that had like the red hair, hair and makeup was pretty dang terrible too. Like the costumes just look like I could find them at a play store. Like th- so that was bad. The story was bad because there were like thirty stories. Yeah, you know? there's like, a lot going on. Like yeah. there was one whole story in the fact that his mom left, like had to leave. That was one story, and then there was another story with the pirates, and then there was another story with like him getting the kingdom, and then there was another story of like him actually believing he was the king of like Atlantis, and they like, had to go get the the, the spear and. Exactly. Yeah. And then there was, like, another story with, like, the whole fight at the end. And then there was another story of just his relationship and, like, love for the... Or, like, falling in love with this chick. There was way too much going on. Way too many characters came into play. Like, it was a terrible film. Well, you guys hear, heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> if you did not like Aquaman, send, your, e- send your email to Laura. <laughs> She'll agree with, with you. you. I thought it was a fun movie, but I can I can definitely see those. Oh, you know, yeah. it's just you know a fun little watch. Yeah, I mean, like, we're not of us, but we're not a bunch of a strict stickler. Yeah. Here. Well, like I think DC in general, the only really good thing that's come from DC is Wonder Woman. That's really the only good yeah. film I've seen from yeah. them. That film was very good. Oh, Gal Gadot. And, but like, she oh, is good Woman. heavens! I love that woman. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a debate going lesbian for her. She's <laughs> fantastic. Holy cow. But, like, Marvel knows what's up. Yeah. They do it very, very they well. They did. They do. Like, they, they did. They're still doing it. What, <laughs> yeah, man. What am I saying? So, so, would that be like your worst theater experience? Or do you have a specific theater experience that you remember that I, was just so bad? I actually think I'm the person that creates the bad theater experience wow. for other people. Okay, well, if I'm in a theater next time and I hear a loud crunching of popcorn, or, <laughs> I'm going to be like, where's Laura? No, I'm the <laughs> one that, like, sneaks in Olive Garden or tries to sneak in, like, a little Caesar's pizza. Oh, that's awesome. Like that. Like, that makes the theater so experience better. if you, better. Like, smell something, it's probably my fault. Yeah. And not in, like, a negative yeah. way, like, but, like, a food way. Okay. You know. Yeah, Kamiko and I know all about sneaking in food, don't we? Kamiko? He's... He's somewhere. Maybe he's eating food right now. Um, but yeah, I snuck in a Del Taco one time. It was great. Oh, see? Oh, yeah. I've done... Um, the best that I've done had to have been Olive Garden. I had a full full pasta, salad, breadsticks, soda, and candy oh. deal. Like, wow. I really went for it on that one. Dang. But like, I I don't haven't really had any bad theater experiences, to be honest. Like... 
I usually just check out. Like no one is in that room with me except me. Oh, is generally so. Yeah, more Little Caesars the better. Yeah, exactly. It's just me and my movie. Let's go. I would say. So, what would you say to kind of wrap this up? Is your top five favorite movies? No, no particular order. Just maybe you know top five. Oh, we good. like we like to do top five, top tens on that's, this pod. That's really hard. Um, A Quiet Place is definitely my top. I'm going to do genres. Okay, perfect. I um, love that. A Quiet Place is definitely my top thriller film, for sure. Um, As far as action film goes, um, the last Mission Impossible film. Oh. I, like, I remember listening to your podcast and um, Kamiko was, like, joking about um, him, like, getting his punches ready in the trailer. Oh my gosh, I fell in love with him in that moment. Yeah. I was like, Superman gone bad. <laughs> like, hey. It was fantastic. But I like, and don't get me wrong, that actually wasn't a great film, but I enjoyed it. Like, I just enjoyed it. Just on the entertainment yeah, factor. Yeah, just on the entertainment factor. I just enjoy those films. And like, I can appreciate how much money those cost. So, like, mm. from a producer's side, I can see how tough that job would have been. And for Tom Cruise doing all of his own stunts and stuff like that um as far as like cartoon film goes like disney film i have to say tangled that one really that one gets to me that pulls on the heartstrings when they're watching all the lanterns my niece worships that (laughs) yeah she even has like a rapunzel wig it's amazing (laughs) i'm trying to think of what other like categories oh rom-com oh comedy in general is um game night Oh, how good was that movie I, last year? Okay, that, that was, was another top. That was like the biggest surprise. Yep. I remember Kamiko and I saw that. When was Steve-O? I don't know if you know Steve-O. <laughs> I do know Steve-O. Oh, yeah. you do? Yeah, oh, yeah. awesome. Well, then you're, you're set for life. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was like the biggest surprise. I thought it was really funny. Yeah. They didn't was... rely on crude humor, which was nice. Exactly. And that's why it was so good. It it's was. just like, yeah, there were curse words, don't get me wrong, and like, I'm not a huge fan of like how many curse words they can. There's just not a huge point for them. But that film was so funny and so well written. I could not stop laughing. And the cinematography was great. Like it was a really, really good film. So, but rom-coms, I love crazy, stupid love. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Haven't yeah. seen it for a while. Yeah. Ryan Gosling and Emma are just like so funny in that film together that I really, really like one. I also love, um it's some single uh, i can't remember what it's called i don't know i think it's like single ladies or like how to be single that's what it's called okay okay very good as well but yeah those are i would say those are my favorites i just enjoy laughing and i like stories that surprise me yes like game night that really really surprised yeah me. it was a good story good very funny if you haven't seen it you're dumb yeah just kidding but you're not go see, it. Oh, go see it. Definitely. <laughs> if you have a date or you just want to watch it by yourself, group of people, go see Game Night. You will laugh so hard. That's, like, a, that's a good list of movies. Yeah. What do you mean? What, okay. Quick, would you rather? Well, not would you rather. Would you but rather? Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter? Kind of wrap up this pod. Oh, goody. That's hard. Um, Harry Potter. Ooh, bold. Yeah. Very bold. I haven't seen Lord of the Rings in a long time, and I've recently watched Harry Potter, so I feel like that okay. I would probably be more of a Harry Potter. I disagree, but. 
We're here to disagree. I mean, that, yeah, I would go. I would watch Lord of the Rings, but it's, those are some. It, it's a trek. It's a trek. But that... I mean, the acting, the everything, it's it's amazing. But they did make me feel like I was on a trek with Harry Potter. So, <laughs> Kamiko disagrees. We actually lost Kamiko's. So unfortunately, Kamiko is not. Uh, we can't hear Kamiko right now. Maybe you guys can. I don't know. But uh, Anchor has recently done an update. That is what we use for our pod. And sometimes we just kind of get these interferences where we can't hear one another. We can't hear each through the speaker. So, unfortunately, Kamiko has cut out. We're going to wrap up pretty soon. But he disagrees with you, Laura. Oh, yeah. He's, like, blowing yeah, up your he, text. He, three dots are not disappearing. <laughs> oh, yes, I agree. Crimes of Grindelwald was horrible. Oh. Yes. That was actually another movie that I hated a lot. Because yeah. Fantastic Beasts was... <laughs> yeah he says what do you say <laughs> maybe i shouldn't say that on on, on the oh air but God. he's like we're getting all caps yeah oh he's <laughs> <laughs> yeah he said don't say that so i won't remember this text of us but uh, trust me it's good yeah oh it's great so lord of the rings definitely but you know harry, harry potter i respect yeah. that that's but good. I don't really count Fantastic Beasts and Crimes of Grindelwald yeah. in the Harry Potter world. Even though it is, I don't, like, I would never be like, let's watch it. Yeah, sure. Just saying. Well, Laura, we appreciate we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, for sure. Keek says Prisoner of Azkaban is the best Harry Potter, by the way. That is, I agree with that, That's actually. That is my favorite, too. I also like the, the Triwizard Tournament one, too, though. That the one. Goblet is. of Fire? Yes. Oh, Goblet of Fire is my favorite one. That's it. Ooh, yeah, that's but Prisoner of Azkaban, I watched like on replay for like two weeks. Dang. Every day. Yeah. So he says Goblet of Fire is nice. <laughs> it's well, nice. I'm glad we did get Kamiko in for gosh about eighty percent of the pod. Just the last several minutes, we haven't heard him. Yeah. Kamiko, we love you. We we will. So, anything else you'd like to add as we wrap up? Um. Yeah, actually, I a lot of our film world is heading towards streaming. And yes. Although that's great, a movie is meant to be seen in a theater. Like, that's how it's meant to totally take you to another world. And so I don't know if you've noticed, but in Disney films, when you go, they actually thank you for coming to the theater. And that's because people aren't coming as much, which is why the movie pass came up and stuff like that. Yeah. But there's a reason people go to the theater and there's a reason you should see a movie in theaters because that's what it was made for. It wasn't made for a tiny phone screen. It was made for a giant giant screen that you could experience it like you were there yeah so go to the theater and then enter into the giveaway yeah like, you get that 30 dollar fandango Ooh. gift card like, yes and if you haven't what's wrong with you like i mean 30 dollars that's 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 six six two tuesday night movies exactly I, thank I you gosh laura you gotta come out every pod <laughs> no i'm serious no, like I, go to the go to theater i'm getting text right now from kamiko saying he agrees 100 percent with the theater experience i mean there's just something magical about going to the theater yep um seeing the movie on the big screen seeing it with your friends you know by yourself i go by myself here and there it's kind of therapeutic uh, totally uh going with a date whatever it may be you know get out there go see it um Go yeah. see premieres. Go enjoy your time. Experience be Aquaman or be the Avengers or be in a quiet place or whatever. Yeah. You want. Just be something else for just two hours. You know, you can't do that on a little phone screen. Yeah. You can do that in the theater. Exactly. So that's my plug. Go to the movie theaters. 
Laura, good time. love that. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, to wrap up, as Laura just said, go see the theater. And this week, uh, Kamiko and I plan on going seeing, planning on going to see Cold Pursuit and possibly the Lego movie part two. I thought the Lego movie was hilarious. The first one. The first one was really the good. The first yeah. one was super funny. That totally. was a pleasant surprise. So yeah. we plan on going to see that. We'll have a pot up Monday, Tuesday, whenever. Uh, hopefully we can kind of figure out the sound. Jeez. Come on, Anchor. We're recording through your app. Listen to this. <laughs> uh, but no, we, we appreciate Anchor giving us an outlet to reach everybody. But uh, that was our pod. That was the interview. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And remember to enter into the giveaway. And, you know, you have $30. That's, that's a chance to go to the movies. A nice little gift card to Megaplex or Cinemark. We'll figure it out. And uh, that's that. Kamiko, anything you'd like to add through text as hopefully you're still listening? I'm not seeing bubbles. any. Oh, he says, go see the bubbles. <laughs> the bubble. Go um, see Lego uh, Movie second part this week. Yes. Oh, he says, let people save money. So enter the giveaway. Be, yep. be smart. Cold pursuit. Yeah, we're going to go see that. So it should be good. Well, anyways. Everybody. Thank you guys. Yeah, of it was course. Fun. Oh, it was a Look great at my time. hobby. Look at me. Yeah, I have hobbies. Oh, and we'll have our Oscar predictions up too. That should be our next episode because Oscars are just around the corner. So get our get our little you know our palette wet for March Madness. <laughs> <laughs> so we love you all. Stay sweet. Remember to enter the giveaway. You know the three, the big three. Uh, February twenty fourth is the Oscars. Thank you, Kamiko. Kamiko's on top of it. He I really would, is. I wow. could not do this. I, I feel lost without him right now. Thank you. So stay sweet, everybody, and we will see you all next week. Sweet!